Three, two, one. Damn, those sounded all pretty close together. Discord good. That was good enough. Good enough. Perfect. That's why it was broken for me for an hour. Yeah, they were (laughs) normal. You know. And it was well, funny because I clapped. Uh, I clapped directly on the part of my hand uh, where a nail went in it, and uh, oh, that, that it's hurt. It's very good when you get a did, nail through your hand. Now, did the nail yeah. go through your hand like Jesus style, or oh no, like no, 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 style or hot dog style? Oh, but Jesus style. I have a <laughs> pic. Know, like I, I, have, I have pictures. I just obviously don't want to post nope, them for nope, obvious nope, reasons. Nope, okay, nope, moving on, moving can on, you moving de- on. Can you? DM we can't do this again. Yes, we're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. We already <laughs> did this once with Sarah's leg. We're not doing this again. Let's start. Pop it. <laughs> okay, just edit this out. <laughs> Nail it. <laughs> Screw it. It's all very good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Henry Kissinger. Is Pokemon going to die? Not a threat. Just, just a, fact. a fact. Yeah. Your favorite leftism podcast, leftism by dumbasses for the extremely online. <laughs> I am going to make this this tagline happen because I like it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it works. It's very good. Um, I haven't been on in several weeks because I have been doing overtime at my government job because I like to make myself suffer. Does anyone else love to suffer? Yes. Oh hell yeah. yes! It's it's very good. I um, I just like type all day, so it's not like a particularly strenuous job. But then, like, you realize that you're sitting somewhere for 13 hours, and then your brain just starts to melt. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta love it. And then I went to trivia immediately afterwards and had to like recall facts. What else? Let's did not you downplay do? the fact that you can very much fuck up your wrists from typing for thirteen hours. See, that I doesn't that doesn't ergonomics. happen to me because I type like an idiot. I'm like a finger typer, which Ooh, means me too, all me I do too. is fuck up. I fuck up my shoulders instead. Okay, so you, so so you <laughs> you type for thirteen hours, but you type five words. No, I type pretty fast. I I, I, I yeah, am one I, of the faster people. I I type with like two fingers, but it's all extremely muscle memory. So like I don't need to and like the fingers are on the same hand i yeah and i'm just smacking the same hand all i mean i, I mostly just have to type with the number pad so like <laughs> um you I also the tax center oh i thought you were saying that you <laughs> that you do it like an old cell phone you also don't have to worry about getting uh your wrist fucked up from typing for 13 hours a day because you have a titty mouse pad <laughs> i actually do have a Uh-oh. like a giant like titty mouse pad it's like a, the same kind of gel, but it's a long bar. So I actually just have a flaccid dick mouse pad. No, it's nice. just one long titty. Or just a <laughs> long titty. One long titty. <laughs> can I get an uh, extra long titty? Yeah, can I get it? Can I get a, a long titty with for a my short desk? skirt? No, it's my and a it's long my, titty. It's my ergonomic <laughs> long titty. <laughs> okay, which I, I had just to, to make specifically sure I request. Here. Was that like a cake? Was that extremely cake voice long titty there, Sam? It was. It very yeah. okay, was. Okay, okay. I'm glad. Do they good, have good. left-handed long titties? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's my new band name, Left Hand Long Titty. 
Anyway, um, my name is my, guys. We didn't even introduce ourselves. My name is Matt, <laughs> also known as Winnipeg Jet Fuel Can't Melt Golden Knights. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> I'm Linus, aka E Long Dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. One I hate it. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, Evan, aka uh, All New Tesla Air Freshener, Elon's Musk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm Sam, aka New Tesla Air Freshener, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Trump something like <laughs> okay. Trump. Trump has the P, uh, the Elon tape. Make the joke yourself. <laughs> Build your own joke. I'm, I'm Zach, aka a young temp employee. Yeah, boy. Oh man, that. that I, you know, I would. Me. I would really like it if we did an episode that was just like a build your own podcast. We just come in, we just say like, "P dick balls politics <laughs> Republicans Trump." Yeah, and we just have to assemble it See later you next week, and we, and we could get real close to the mic and you know make sounds. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Zach, speaking? Zach, I'm extremely moot about that because um, my current contract expires next Friday, and I'm going to find out whether or not I'm extended at the earliest next Tuesday. Oh, great. Aren't we all glad that like our labor bargaining positions as 20-somethings are all so strong? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, so hey, good. I got, like, again, my first day on my particular temp job yesterday, I literally shot myself in the fucking hand with a nail gun and now can never go back. Yes, it's good. So, yeah. you so you to see can, it. can you really We're not ever go back? Were they like, "Hey, you injured yourself"? So, well, the nail went through his hand and killed his boss. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to call. That's what I like to call praxis. <laughs> no, but seriously, it was like it was a two. No, it was just because it was like a two-day super temp position, where it was just like, "Oh, I came in immediately, got hurt, and now I can't do the job anymore." Great. <laughs> you said if no. you want to, if you want to get me out of here, good luck, because I'm nailing my hand to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know those words would soon become my downfall. <laughs> I'm gonna be full time one way or another. You should have just, you know, kept working and become one of those fucking anecdotes where it was like this person is, suffered some grievous injury and finished their shift, and then like that's supposed to like be inspiring. <laughs> this oh, person had term- Mike. Oh, <laughs> this person had terminal cancer, and so did their parents, and they worked at McDonald's for 88 hours a week to pay for their parents' cancer treatment, then died of their own cancer. Oh, that guy over there? And you that's, won't believe what happened next. That's Benjamin Whole Hands. <laughs> Stupid. I kind of low-key want to cut this now because I'm not sure like how much of this is like a good idea to have on the podcast, but whatever, it doesn't matter. No, this is Evan, great. the problem is yeah. that it's been funny, and we're not going to be funny for the remaining hour and a half of this podcast, so Fair it's enough. good that we're funny now. Yeah, my energy is... Speaking of podcasting... Shall we? I was trying to actually transition there into our our weekly now dunking on Elon Musk. Okay. Can, can we come up with like a name for oh, the segment cool. where we dump on Elon Musk? I feel like we need more segments. Uh, the Elon Dustbin. Uh, no. no. Elon's Dusk. No. Uh, Elon After Dusk. Like, is this like a nighttime thing? Fucking Elon. I'm, I'm, I'm on RhymeZone.com right now. Um, Step into the rhyme zone. Getting some extremely Tumblr After Dark vibes right now. Yeah, remember Tumblr After Dark? <laughs> you remember it's how it's still good. the same <laughs> website? Um, the night bloggers are out. <laughs> the Bust night time bloggers. Musk. The true epic random. 
But yeah, no, it's I, I, I'm actually amazed. There is like three different Elon Musk things to mention this week because he has spent the entire week being extremely online and he's extremely just, easy to make fun of. He spent yeah. the entire week at his factory cranking he, he's it. Cranking. Oh my god, hard. He's it. Yeah, first of all, he said he was cranking it. First of all, he was he's cranking, cranking it hard. Hard. <laughs> he was cranking it. <laughs> he didn't say he was cranking it. He said he was cranking hard. Cranking hard. Now this he was is cranking just like hard on the factory floor. <laughs> This isn't like, you know, a double entendre. This and is like, I'm having trouble imagining what the he possibly could have meant other than cranking his heart. He meant that there's one very big lever at Tesla headquarters and it needs to be cranked <laughs> repeatedly to make the cars. And he's sitting there cranking it up and down to make the cars. It's not that hard. It's, yeah, there's it's a big there's sign one... above this lever that says, bust unions. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, the, it's the only sign that he has in the whole factory because he has no safety signage. Because he hates the color yellow. He hates the color yellow, and he doesn't like the beep beep of well, the Well, he also has another sign that just says zero days since the last accident. <laughs> it's not an alterable sign. No, it's, that's just what it says. <laughs> There's actually just one big dick in the center of the Tesla plant that he just goes and cranks every day. <laughs> also, I've got it. We call it a aw shucks, Musk. Or no, fuck, that was better good. in my head. Forget it. Keep going. <laughs> no, I kind of liked it. If we add, like, a slide whistle... Oh, shucks. Must if I was at my dad's, I could actually go get a slide whistle. Why oh, am I dang. not recording? This is like All the right, first. Go, go to your dad's. So no slide whistle, no duck lamp. What are you good for? I have my show beer. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, show with the P tape says Cluster Musk. Okay, okay. Cluster Musk. That's better than anything okay. we came up with. Um, it really is. So uh, <laughs> let's start with the first of three things that Elon Musk was publicly getting owned you about. Remember when I said that I liked that Elon Musk was, like, like the only rich person in the world who seemed to have any interest in, like, solar power and, like, clean energy, and then somebody thought that I was, like, an Elon Musk fanboy? Yeah, no. that was, like, remember how that, that wasn't even that long ago. That was, that was a few months ago, I think. Yeah. A few months ago. That was 40 God, years ago. we've been doing this ago. podcast for six months. It's really fucked up. We've just been Jesus six months? Uh, anyway, what did Elon Musk do this time? Uh, so the first thing is, we already talked about how he's dating Grimes, but apparently people were getting on Grimes's case for calling herself an anti-imperialist while also dating a dude who famous, famously is a union buster. And uh, Grimes went on Twitter uh, going to bat for him. And I don't want to paraphrase her, but she deleted the tweet, so I'm not going to be able to find it quickly. But it was basically like... She did like, very much say literally fake it, news. It, literally, yeah, it is it literally fake news. fake news. And she said, like, he never did any union busting. Like, I know I've done my own independent research and I've even visited a factory. Which, and then like, there was an article the same day about how much union busting he's doing. Right. And, I, and went to, the, I went to the factory and everyone was smiling with fear in their <laughs> eyes and they were waving at me and saying, we love Elon Musk, our boss. Elon Musk well, you know, covering up his big I love union busting sign with a big tarp right before she walks in the door. <laughs> well, I mean... And everyone at the factory was singing like it's a small world. Yeah, he flips a lever and all of a sudden everything about, dedicated to his union busting like flips over and like sinks into the floor and gets replaced with like, we heart unions. Actually, it's a pet store. <laughs> when she walked into the factory, she just like caught them all like slapping uh, yellow tape on everything, and they're just like, "Oh, uh, no, this was always here." What, There's what, extremely uh, the color yellow. What pet store busts unions at three in the morning? <laughs> oh, oh boy, three a.m. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Evan, for catching my reference. <laughs> no, I caught it. It's just like this is 
you know, whatever. Uh, Thank you, Evan, for following up on my reference. <laughs> okay, welcome. there we go. Um, also, uh, to be fair to Elon Musk, though, uh, busting makes him feel good. <laughs> bustin', I mean, bustin', it makes me bustin', feel good, bustin', too. Bustin', bustin', bustin'. Bustin', bustin', Thank you, Matt, bustin'. because now we can end this episode with bustin'. Bustin'. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm very glad. So the funny um, thing is, is that Elon Musk going to bat to defend himself uh, uh, from allegations <laughs> of union busting... Uh, it's so bad. Accidentally incriminated himself for union busting <laughs> because he said. Yeah, see, I missed this. What was? Okay. It? What did so, he do? So he said. Oh, I he, didn't even hear about this. I thought okay, you were about to say it, something else. It was else. pretty good. He uh he said um like all of the stuff. I'm paraphrasing all of the stuff about like union busting is fake. It's not true. Like Tesla employees have the opportunity to unionize whenever they want, but why would they want to do that and uh, give up stock options in exchange for, like, oh, yada, yada, right. yada? And so then the National Labor Review Board was like, hey, is Elon Musk stopping his unionized employees from getting their stock options? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I just think they unionize if they want, but why would they want to unionize with all the penalties that I have against people who unionize? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows what union busting actually means. <laughs> He thinks that it's when you like walk in with a jackhammer and you just like <laughs> bust up jackhammer people's brains out. He's, he he literally union. thinks it's just like sending in the Pinkertons to rough up yeah. the union guys, or which is one you, of the many beautiful ways of busting a union. But that's yeah, not the only one. But They're you can't. Do I was that listening anymore. to uh, I was listening to the dollop today, and it was the Henry Ford's henchman episode, which is like a very on topic episode for the discussion of auto worker union busting. Because he very much just did send thugs in to beat up people who would distribute leaflets at his factory. Okay, listen, he's trying his best to be a capitalist, people. Come on, cut him some slack. It's actually, like, after listening to this and then, you know, like, looking into it a little afterwards, I am amazed at how much revisionism has happened in regards to Henry Ford and his factory. I mean, he was was like a buddy of hitler's wasn't he yeah he literally he wrote, was yeah. yes oh, and hitler he, he had a, a literal pro- portrait of henry ford yeah he wrote a did, pro- did, okay i know i knew that one of them was like a fan of the other did they actually personally know each other i don't or, i know like, did they hang out i know i, I, no, I think they just had they had correspondence also he <laughs> yeah, wrote okay. a anti-semitic newspaper Wait. called the dearborn review until he was forced yes. to stop by the u.s government for hates for whatever the 30s equivalent of hate speech crime is Anyway, oh, yeah, so Elon Musk, about that. <laughs> so Elon Musk, whose whose parents fleed apartheid, and by that I mean apartheid ending, um, is now our modern equivalent. Yeah, Yay. good, very good, extremely oh, good. So, so uh, this uh, public the uh, public ownage of Elon Musk by the coward Elon Musk uh, continues <laughs> um, because, like, he he went into like complete like mad online like meltdown mode and started he was cry typing at one point i swear to god (laughs) oh my god like okay so when people were sorry i busted unions uh, (laughs) you're all plagiarizing my tweet and i demand the dollar (laughs) but i'm sorry i didn't see your tweet i would never do that on purpose Um, Bust some unions, so, girls start yelling at me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying, I'm to, trying remove to delete it. it. Um, <laughs> so it, people were like in the aftermath of like people calling Elon Musk out for his history of union busting, uh, were like doing that thing where they try to cozy up to like millionaires and billionaires on Twitter and like giving them like Ugh. like you know like internet love and stuff like that. And literally, are, like, do you want a hug? 
Make yeah, ten yeah. internets to you, good no, sir. Like, <laughs> like, literally, this person, like, tweeted at him, like, I'm so sorry, this must be such a hard time for you. And then, like, the hug in, like, the asterisks. And he literally responded, like, yeah, <gasps> it's not going great right now with, like, that little, like, sad... Oh, poor you! The really pathetic-looking frowny right emoji. Now. And then someone replied to that, talking about how, like, he, it's okay, everybody, here's how we can buy, like, Tesla stock, even if you can't afford shares. Like, oh. using this... Like, <laughs> Oh my god. So. <laughs> and remember when people crowdfunded a couch for one of the richest people on earth? Yeah, we. Oh my god. So that was. Know, I believe that was mentioned last week, and I still can't. I get don't over give it. a shit. Wait, what the fuck? I can't I, get over I, it. I did you, not you hear about like, this. Elon Musk was apparently notorious for having like a really shitty couch that was just like. Like, I don't even know what it was. It was like a mattress on like a table or some nonsense. And people crowdfunded <laughs> him a couch on GoFundMe for like $35,000. Like, oh my god! If literally, crowdfunded him a couch like, that was like made of spikes. That, now that's praxis. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of those theory. homeless people crowdfund him a guillotine. <laughs> I mean, he, he really is the archetype of like the 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 you know the billionaires who like exhibit one shred, like one iota of like maybe caring about the environment or whatever the fuck, and then pe- the entire internet just falls over themselves trying to suck his dick. You know People what it is? Cannot you know stop it is? jacking him off. It's it's that John Mulaney bit from his new special about how you can, like, pay money to see the enormous pile of money, or, for an additional fee, your money can be added to the yeah. giant pile of money. <laughs> speaking of speaking of jacking off, I feel like I've been edging for this entire conversation. Can we please talk about his Verit? Okay, yeah. So <laughs> Elon, Musk, Elon, Musk Elon Musk had his Howard Verit. Hughes meltdown, and now he wants to make Verit 2, because he's convinced that, like... <laughs> he wants like, to make Verit negative <laughs> 1. <laughs> He's got this persecution less. complex now because he thinks like that the media is like dunking on Tesla and like calling him out for his union busting because there's profit in it for them, even though the number one, like, I think it was the person that did the most reporting, the organization that did the most reporting on Tesla's union busting was a non-profit. Um, and so he's saying, Hmm, I think I want to make a website that, like, collects information about journalists and press outlets and assigns them, like, a trustworthiness, like, rating, which is literally fucking Verit. And apparently, uh, Peter- well, No, it's, it's, it's worse than Verit, because Verit had their own, like, weird shadowy council of, of Verit. It was literally just Peter Dow and his boxers. <laughs> the council of <laughs> Yeah, Verit. it was just Peter Dow and his boxers. The, the one that Elon Musk is proposing is, like- It's Reddit. It's He's Reddit, proposing but Reddit. With facts. Wait, you upvote or downvote whether you think something is true. It's Reddit. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh fuck. <laughs> also, then, I think he said the name would be like I think it was like the Russian word for truth. Yeah, which, which is uh, literally the name of Stalin's propaganda paper. <laughs> oh god, I didn't know that. That's good. <laughs> like the second he announced that, I'm like, is he gonna? Is is someone gonna say it? Because Pravda was very much the name of the of of the of the of the propaganda paper. Yeah, but his well, name's Gary, that, and he's so... a snail. So, upvotes, please, <laughs> gentle sirs. Oh, God, I forgot about that this shit. This would actually um, make a pretty tight concept for, like, a dystopian m- book, like, where everyone votes on what the truth is. Yeah. Well, I... We don't even need to write the book, because he's doing it. It's, it's gonna happen. The, the, like, Fahr- next the Fahrenheit year, 451 Amazon remake. Like, next year, just, fucking Elon Musk is gonna come out and be like, I've got this really cool new system where, like, we do a lottery. And whoever wins the lottery gets stoned to death. Remember how, like, five years ago, everyone was like, what if we lived in, like, the Hunger Games and now we do? Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) The thing about his idea that's so good is here's what definitely would happen if he does this. Uh, Someone with whatever reasoning for wanting to mislead people. I mean, maybe not even a reason. Maybe they're just a shitty asshole. Maybe they just just want to watch the robot that just votes. (laughs) It's just going to be like. Are there more than two genders? And then someone's going to be like, ah, an opportunity for me to rewrite facts. And then they put their robot in and the robot's like, no. And then everyone goes, well, I guess there's not. Well, I mean, I feel like what we're what would actually happen is the number one voted on item that would consistently be upvoted would just be Elon Musk accused of Drinko's pee pee. (laughs) <laughs> and it would just like every time he would try to get it removed someone would bring it back and it would just be a constant stream <laughs> I-, I get it oh. like the pee <laughs> of the pee pee like he for me like taste. what i love about oh. this is everything oh. everything that's ever been crowdfunded online like it always ends up immediately getting ruined by morons so like i'm just waiting until like people you know like that like that mcdonald's build a burger thing where you could crowdsource like how to build a burger or whatever and people just yeah, like someone a just bag makes of chunky. lettuce yeah, yeah, it'll be like girth or a bag of lettuce or something. Like, that's all that is going to be is, like, immediately people voting on, like, stupid bullshit facts. Like, it'll yeah. be, is pee stored in the balls or some shit like that? Yeah, be like the well, it's just like, it's like how there was that, that one, it was like a gift generator that made Madden gifts. Oh, yeah. And they had to ban the word capitalism from it because people kept making <laughs> anti-capitalist jokes. Uh, but then wait, they oh, didn't wait, wait. ban communism. Can, can I just, did you guys see Peter uh, Doe's epic clapback against Elon Musk? Oh god. I what? did, but I don't remember what it said, so okay. please enlighten. Peter Peter Doe tweeted, apparently at Elon Musk wants to relaunch oh, Barrett, god. which at Leela Dao and I have put on hiatus as I work on my first book. So let me say this directly. Dear Mr. Musk, feel free to fund at Verit if you want to combat the mainstream media's spin and false narratives. It's like a shithead dumbass Ouroboros. Today we will eat it, Peter Dow. <laughs> Today we will eat our own. Peter Dow, welcome to the resistance. Hold on, I think I think we're kind of misrepresenting what he's proposing this website would be though cuz mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that it's like people submit questions and yeah, like no. oh, you think that. It's it's about I think press. the idea is that it would be like news stories get posted to it and people vote on whether they think they're real honest reporting or if they think they're fake news. You, yeah, you have exactly. To understand that it's funny. That's actually stupider. Yeah, it's, it's for like the news it is stupid. And it's for incredibly like news stupid outlets. because what's what's guaranteed to happen is that anytime there's anything related to Trump, the fucking shithead MAGA idiots are just gonna come in and just mass downvote it, and, and then they're gonna be like, "Well, I guess that Trump doesn't drink those peepees." Yeah, <laughs> so like, we know he media, does. Media critics are very much a thing that actually exists, and like. Whatever. Highly recommend the podcast citations needed to anyone because I've been like mainlining that the last couple of weeks. Mm. And it's just like Adam Johnson and Nima Shirazi, who are two media critics, essentially just going through a lot of like current topics and not necessarily directly discussing the topics, although they do get into that a lot, but mostly just talking about like how the media represents these topics. And it's a lot more interesting than Elon Musk's dumbass website idea. Uh-huh. Okay, but are there upvotes and downvotes? No. Then it's bad. Is there <laughs> is there uh, vetted gold? I don't vet like that. Gold. This is reminding I'm me. I'm not going to some... stop saying vetted. You can't make me vetted gold episode title. He's like literally Rick and Morty the no. person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's oh. very Rick in that oh, he's the... a useless smart asshole. The uh, he's not even that smart. But anyway, 
Uh, there was another very funny thing that happened earlier where he put up, like, a Twitter poll that was talking about, like, so Elon Musk, uh, posted a poll that says, create a media credibility rating site, and in parentheses, that also flags propaganda botnets. That's an important oh, part yeah, of it. The- and the two options are, yes, this would be good, and the other option is, no, media are awesome. I love the media. Media are awesome. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, was there anything else to talk about this week, or was this entire episode just going to be Elon Dunks? Um, uh, hey, this isn't in the episode document, but can we talk about the fucking uh, Arrested Development cast being absolute fucking morons? Ugh. Oh my god, I I very much only like heard to talk about a little it. bit about this. It sounds like a fucking bummer. Um, one thing you gotta know is that Aaliyah Showcat is the best. She's very good. So the the very, very short version of what happened is that they gave an interview with, I want to say the Hollywood... No, this was the, the New York Times. Um, and it was all of the cast except for um, uh, Portia de Rossi wasn't there, Michael Sarah wasn't there. And Michael there. Sarah wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so they, um, they were talking about the uh, Jeffrey Tambor allegations um, and about was his... Was Jeffrey Tambor there? Yes, yes, he was there. Yes, Which is was. fucking weird. He Uh-oh. was right fucking there. And they were talking about the allegations against him and, like, his behavior on set and the, how he talked about how he had an out, an outburst against uh, Jessica Walters on the set of Arrested Development. And he talked about this in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter recently. Like, this came out, like, because he volunteered the information. And so Jessica Walters oh uh, started talking about it and she was, like, it, crying or close to tears and saying... You know, in all, you know, you keep saying that this is like normal and show business. All of you keep saying this, but in the 60 years that I've been in show business, I have never had this happen to me. No one has on a set has ever yelled at me like this. And Jason Bateman and Will Arnett are fucking doing damage control and saying like, well, you know, you know, when you're working, you know, in this industry, when you're doing all this weird stuff on set and you're being like these fake people, you know, sometimes weird things happen and like, you know, it just like happens. And like, Jesus Christ. And the only like voice of dissent is Aaliyah, uh, Shawkat? Yeah. Being like, but that doesn't excuse it. And like repeatedly like making this, uh, assertion while all of the men involved talk over her. Um, yeah. And it fucking sucks. And David Cross, like, the king asshole idiot of the world, uh, is also there and, like, was probably doing maybe the most to talk over her. Him and Jason Bateman in particular were both awful. Yeah. I am like, they're, so- Like, they're basically just, like, actively gaslighting her. Yeah! Because they and, keep, like, like trying to, like, fuck- change how the story went. Who the fuck is Jason Bateman to tell Jessica Walters how show business works? He was a fucking zygote when she started working. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's really, uh, but, like, also props for, uh, to Sopan Deb, who's the person who wrote the, the piece and did the interview, um, for framing the whole interview in a way that made all of them look like assholes. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't, he didn't try to couch this in a way that made any of them look good other than Mm -hmm. Aaliyah Shokat. Yeah. And Jessica Walters, who, like, did nothing wrong here, clearly. So I also saw something earlier today where um, David Cross apparently was saying, like, how he wanted to apologize for Jessica Walter uh, for how he, you know, spoke to her in that interview. And I'm just going to read this off with, you know, no lead in. Listen, I don't know outside of what I can speculate, just being on Twitter now for over a year and a half, and knowing what the situation is, I assume it's a lot like, 
Well, it's like what you said. You encapsulated it. I agreed with Aelia that there was no excuse. There's never been an excuse ever for yelling at somebody and humiliating them in front of other people. And there was no excuse when Jessica did it. To Jessica's credit, she eventually apologized to the actress and felt bad about it. Jeffrey did as well, but it was a bigger deal. And there were more people in the room, and it was an, an extremely uncomfortable moment. So basically, like, I'm so sorry, Jessica Walters. Nobody should ever yell at anybody on set like you did, you big hypocrite. What? But you have to understand, he was playing a character. Yeah, yeah God, remember? He also, like, just apologized for saying a bunch of racist shit to he Charlene. He didn't even really apologize. He was just like, I'm sorry she didn't realize that I was doing my racist bit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, God, you know what remember you're racist in public? public? Yeah, like, why are you getting so offended, you dumb idiot? Um, God, I wish he would shut up. Yeah, like, how is that a fucking defense? Like, I'm sorry that I was racist to this person, but in In, in my defense- In the words of of David Cross himself, shut up, you stupid fucking baby. (laughs) Speaking of David Cross, do you remember that scene uh, in Arrested Development when he did the funny, like, we're having a fire sale? sale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I do. Uh, Yep. Anyone want to talk about the fire sale uh, of the <laughs> the commemorative the coins? Yeah, coins. Oh yes, oh absolutely. That was a beautiful <laughs> transition, by the way. That, that was, was a, very good. Thank that you. was a really incredible transition, Sam. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's just end the episode right there. Something strange. Sleeping in your bed. <laughs> you were transitioning into nothing. Put it in the fucking Guggenheim. <laughs> yeah. Here's Bustin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, who wants to talk about those coins? Me! This bitch. Wh- which coins are you talking about there? Are you talking about loonies and toonies? Oh my god. Uh, or the elusive threeness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to two other countries over the past, like, a uh, couple of weeks, and I never handled a single piece of foreign money, and I feel like there's a real missed opportunity there. I never even touched a toonie. See, the thing about Canada is that we just all, like, tap our debit cards everywhere. Like, no yeah. one uses cash anymore. It was it was like that in Iceland, too. Every single place that I went had fucking tap and pay, and then I came back to the States, and it's like we're in the fucking Stone Age. And you guys still have fucking pennies. I can't we, believe that I, shit. It's so oh, weird. Oh, speaking of coins. So, uh, you, you know that there was going to be the, um, the, uh, summit, uh, with Kim Jong-un and, uh, where was it? It was going to be in, uh, can somebody give me the location of the, uh, Korea summit? I, th- I think <laughs> it was going like to be in, I think it was going to be in Shanghai. Okay. Uh, yeah, the can Sha- anyone give me a location where a summit would happen? Yeah, so it was the Shanghai Mount summit, Everest, and the uh, <laughs> official it. White House like fucking merch store was selling uh, commemorative <laughs> the, coins. The White House street team. They were. They were <laughs> <laughs> Anybody President want a souvenir Trump coin? Anybody treat. want a souvenir coin? Five dollars. President Trump. Um, so they were selling great. these commemorative coins to celebrate, like, President Donald Trump single-handedly forging peace between the, uh, Koreas, I guess. Um, and... <laughs> just That's amazing selected. that he can do it single-handedly, considering how small his hands are! Oh, oh shit! Oh. And Got it was him. like, it was like, you know when you stay up way too late and those infomercials come on about the, like, United States Congress commemorative collectible coins, and it's like these yeah. big gaudy coins that are worthless, but they claim that they're yeah. gonna be a collector's item? So it was like that kind of thing, and they were selling them for like 25 bucks a piece, and they were like, hey, just so you know, even if the summit doesn't happen, uh, we're still gonna sell these coins, um, 
And like, you can cancel your order, but basically saying like, but you're gonna regret it. It was like true, like fans of Donald Trump will want to keep these coins regardless of whether or not the summit happens. Um, so the summit didn't happen. Can somebody talk about the summit not happening? Yeah. So Trump like put out a, like an open letter to Kim Jong Un or whatever. Uh, where he he um, accused him of being problematic. He called him out. Where he was like, <laughs> uh, Kim Jong Un, I I saw what you said about me, and I thought it was very rude, and I didn't appreciate it. And you know, I really was looking forward to this peace thing, but uh, you know, you make you said that thing about your nuclear weapons, but our the u.s's nuclear weapons we have so many and they're so beautiful and powerful and i pray to god that we never have to use them that's barely an exaggeration that's like almost word for word yeah. what i love is how extremely trump voice like the whole actual letter is because so you think know he, he wrote it <laughs> normally i doubt that that stuff was written by him but when i saw him like talk about how beautiful the nukes were <laughs> i was like you know he might have actually written this <laughs> it sounds like baron wrote it <laughs> Like he totally does no, say at the like end, you may I don't have think Baron's that stupid. No, like wait, he... actually, if Baron wrote it, there would have been at least one mention of Minecraft. <laughs> it's always so surreal when you're just slapped in the face by how dumb he really is. No, it's not. It's well for it, me, it is. <laughs> to me, it's just like I, I've accepted it at this point personally. <laughs> uh, he is my president, and he's not your president. I think is the difference. No. I'm trying so hard. I mean, to find he is this. literally not three out of the five people here is president. Well, he's, yeah. we are I'd majority Canadian true. again this week. I'd say he's <laughs> not five out of the five people here is president. Am I right? Hey. Hashtag resist. Hey. Anyway, okay, uh, I, okay. I found I found the letter. Okay, do okay, do the voice. Oh God, I don't do a good Trump voice though. Yeah, just but imagine I love, that you I have a huge Trump ass. Voice. Just just say the words Trump voice before imagine. you start reading the rest of the letter. <laughs> Trump voice. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, let me find... Uh, Your mind does the work. Uh, we were informed that the meeting was requested by North Korea, but that to us is totally irrelevant. It's it's like almost as bad as the Simpsons Trump voice. No, that's why I um, love it. It's not that bad. It's good to me. Continue. Uh, sadly, based on the tremendous anger and open hostility displayed in your most recent statement, I feel it is inappropriate at this time to have this long planned meeting. Please let this letter serve to represent that the Singapore summit, for the good of both parties, but to the detriment of the world, I guess it was in Singapore, will not take place. You, okay, here it is. You talk about your nuclear capabilities, but ours are so massive and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that I pray to God they will never have to be used. Oh, he's cranking it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so that's Trump cranking it. He wrote uh, that with one hand. I, I can't believe um, that's the actual wording. Yep, that is word for word. I felt a wonderful dialogue that was building up between you and me, and ultimately, it is only that dialogue that matters. Someday, I look very much forward to meeting you. <laughs> In the meantime, very I want to thank forward. you for the release of the hostages who are now home with their families. That was a beautiful gesture and was very much appreciated. <laughs> But, by the way, um, don't cross us or we'll destroy you to hell. Yeah, basically. If you change your mind having to do with this most important summit, please do not hesitate to call me or write. The world, and North Korea in particular, has lost a great opportunity for lasting peace and great prosperity and wealth. This missed opportunity is a truly sad moment in history. God. Sincerely yours. Okay, the worst the now, thing about this... That, his that, signature sucks so bad. It sucks really bad, but okay... Um, I was reading something. It looks, it looks like someone dying uh, with a 
heart monitor. This is someone like dying under an MRI. Someone dying under an MRI. It's the castle <laughs> arg. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, that's not Donald Trump's signature. That's a still image from The Walking Dead. My bad. Oh no, he has reference someone to dying under the MRI machine. Googled someone dying under the MRI. Did you not fucking hear me say that? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, um, one thing that uh people were worried about with this statement is that it would uh impact the North Korea South Korea reunification talks. But for as far as I can tell, they're mostly still on for those. Despite not, the fact that, I, they're like not that the U.S. is being a giant babies about it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't part of the issue with uh, the U.S.'s response to this that they said, like, one of the conditions is that there's no nuclear weapons on the peninsula whatsoever? And yeah, I think that the U.S. The US has hasn't some... said anything about that yet, though. But we okay, know that that's so the sticking point. If we, if we pretend we didn't hear it, maybe we, they can let us keep our nukes there. Yeah, okay. But, like, the one big thing I wanted to talk about with regard to this is... Trump's uh, ass. <laughs> no, not Trump's ass <laughs> His enormous It's basically um, the uh, thawing of relations between North and South Korea has had a lot of impact on reunification efforts. And mm-hmm. one city in particular was like a really, really populous city prior to the uh, the Korean War. It was called Hamhung, and it's where my friend Matt's family is from. And I'm actually going to share an article about it on the on the HKIP Facebook page, just because I it was on Facebook that he posted it originally. And basically, reunification talks, at the very least, are going to start getting delayed by Americans being really shitty about this. And Hamhung is, like, it's a population, like, currently over 700,000, still a lot of people, and people related, like, single families have, like, 6,000 members signing up for this list of people who want to be reunified, and the average age of people on this list are 80s, in in their 80s. So, like, these are people who have waited their entire lives for some manner of peace to happen, and it's going to get delayed or pushed back or canceled entirely because President Yeeks wants to throw a fucking temper tantrum. And it's, like, even more horrifying than it already looks on the surface, and it fucking sucks. Wait, so here's my question. He sort of barely addresses it in the actual letter. What is his actual reason, his actual stated yep. reason... What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, yeah, I I think I might have skipped past it, I think. Uh, He says... No, 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 he does say uh, it's just not looking forward to clear. I was very much looking forward to being there with you. Sadly, based on the tremendous anger and open hostility displayed in your most recent statement, I feel it is inappropriate at this time to have this long plan. Yeah, but what was that statement? I don't don't think I saw it. He's vague posting about this. Subtweeting, you might say. I think Kim Jong-un might have said that Trump didn't have the fast ass in America. (laughs) (laughs) That is host of the show, Lulu. Oh, uh, 44 minutes ago, Kim Jong-un says that he's still willing to meet Trump after that. Oh, Oh, my God. What I love is that Kim Jong-un is like... He's the reasonable one. Yeah, not to be, like, yeah, super that, liberal. That's the great thing, is that Trump is such a fucking dumbass baby that <laughs> Kim Jong-un is like, okay, one of us has to be the adult here. <laughs> yeah. I think I said something about, like, that, that Trump and the United States being so fucking, being such a big fucking baby that it might be catalyzing uh, North and South Korea to be like, okay, like, we gotta get our shit together. Uh, like, we gotta solve this because fucking, uh, before, like, President Baby fucks this up even worse than it already is. I mean, say what you will about Trump, but, like, he does have a fat ass. <laughs> Enough That's of this. That's the only thing that we do say <sighs> about Trump. They, they do, uh, okay, we do okay, say that. Here we go. I, f- 
Uh, this uh, from the New York Times says, Hours before Mr. Trump's announcement, North Korea had blown up an underground nuclear testing site before foreign journalists gathered to witness the demolition. It was the latest in a series of gestures by the North meant to smooth the way for a summit meeting. And then Trump didn't like that. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just, I think he's like such a hard-on for <laughs> yep. like war on the peninsula that he just refuses to take... This is like an actual option. He's just going to force it to be war so he can say, oh, look, I told you, I told you guys we got to fucking bomb them or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if my understanding of this story is correct, it sounds like they were in the process of getting rid of nuclear weapons on the peninsula. And he said that that was like a statement of aggression and violence that he won't stand for. I think he just saw the word explosion and got confused because his brain is made of fucking pudding. <laughs> he was listening to explosions yeah. in the sky and thought that they were real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I, I bet Trump listens to explosions in the sky. You hey, know, he, yeah, he the... would, he would listen to the normie post rock. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> he, he watched the remake of Red Dawn on TV where they like hastily recast the villains as North Koreans. I think. They did, indeed. Sarah he, Sarah is currently in the Discord getting mad, getting mad at you saying yeah. normie post-rock. And, and, <laughs> She's so fucking mad. Her response mad. is, explosions in this, in all caps, fuck, fuck you, you. Explosions, explosions in the sky, the sky is, is fine. fine. Take care, take care, take care is good. And then at Sam, blow my dick. <laughs> Why at me? What did I say? I didn't I say know. anything. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm just imagining Trump reading never, the word explosions and just like in the sky. leaping out of his desk and tripping over his own dick to write that letter. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk more about post-rock. Anybody here like Slint's Spiderland? Wow, you like that album too? So I, I also enjoy Slint's Spiderland. It's a good album. It is. It's a very good album. I've never really heard of much post rock. I think uh, it's um, just like such a commitment to listen to a post rock album. You know, just listen to F sharp, A sharp, Infinity uh, by a Canadian anarchist post rock band, uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor, who's performing in Sudbury, by the way, soon. Well, Ooh. one of them is. It's going to be good. Uh, listen to that one, and it's extremely good. Right, I forgot one. fucking Efren Manuk's coming up. That's going to be sick as hell. Yeah, he's wow, I didn't realize it was time for Lightbringers. My experience with F-sharp, A-sharp, Infinity was I listened to it when I was, I think, like, 16, and in that moment, I was like, this means everything. In this and moment, like, this you were euphoric? This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And then the second it ended, I didn't remember a single thing about it, and then I haven't listened to it since. <laughs> okay, uh, so the fuck, so I, I assume everyone here has heard uh, that Trump made that tweet where he was like, MS-13 are animals, whatever. Uh yeah. And then there was the shitty response where obviously a lot of people were making the correct response, which is like, hey, don't do this. Wasn't yeah. it originally other... that he just said, like, these people coming over, like, from Mexico aren't even people, they're animals? And then Yeah, he said they're not people, they're animals. Right, but then and he now had that's to... official policy. But then didn't he have to later clarify that he was referring to MS-13 and not just, like, people? Yeah, he very um, much did. I think I think his original comment was explicitly about MS13. Uh, okay. No, he literally Pretty just sure. said he literally just said the people coming over the border are not they're not even oh, people, okay. they're animals and then he clarified later cuz he's a fucking fascist. I mean, it doesn't really matter because like their policy is treating everyone who is brown as if they're a member of MS13. Yeah, like oh, the guy yeah. who like had a tattoo of the name of the town he was born in. They're like, "Oh, you're from MS13." Okay. Yeah, that's a gang tattoo. MS MS13 is like the new boogeyman. 
Like how it yeah. used to be like Well he uh, heard it he heard of it probably from one of his white nationalist friends, and yeah. now he thinks that every Mexican is in MS thirteen. I had never okay. uh, uh, maybe this makes me an idiot, but I had never heard of MS thirteen prior to this. I, I heard mean, about I it like had. yeah, like I heard about it like really? Like I heard about it like five or ten years ago. Uh, but back then, I think it was uh, just some, maybe some op-ed piece of, like, here's a gang that's, you know, operating on some border towns or something like that. You yeah, know, well, that's I mean, the thing about MS-13, is they are, like, notoriously, like, they're, violent They're scary. Brutal. They're, they're scary, yeah. they're scary people. Like, I mean, yeah, like, not to downplay the fact that they are, like, a pretty scary, violent gang, but, like, it has become, uh, like, a catchword for just, like, you know, brown people. Mm-hmm. Well, right. it's just like how, and like, the FBI's official, like, gang association criteria is, like, where's black. black has known a single gang member in his life, wears certain colors, like, yeah. lives on this street, and then you just lives have to, like... anywhere. Yeah, you have to meet two of is the... Is bothering me. You have to meet two of any of, like, 15 is criteria to be officially declared a gang member, and it's so fucking easy that I could be. Wait, really? Well, you are. Uh, anyway, um... The M stands for Matt, Fuck. and the S stands for Sam. It's our gang. It stands for it's Mystery ours. Science uh, 13. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so, yeah, the, the, he made that statement, and then some shitheads were like, uh, is this really the hill you want to die on, defending the humanity of violent gang members? And it's like, I mean, I'm not, gonna, like, I'm not I mean, going first to die all, on that hill yeah. because I'm very strong, but... <laughs> Like and there, was, there was a I, do think, I do think that we shouldn't dehumanize humans. Even there if was a guy, there was humans. a priest who re- responded to that exact tweet and said, "Actually, the hill to die on was Golgotha," and the guy who died on it was making that point. Huh? There you go. Thanks, God. Uh, okay, so so this White House like press release uh, titled "What You Need to Know About the Violent Animals of MS-13" Jesus and. It doesn't fucking matter the content of it. It's just, it's just like scary, spooky stories uh, to tell your kids at <laughs> scary night. Scary stories keep them from to tell in the to... dark. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. And the the thing about it, it's spooky, is... scary Mexicans. Scary oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Same you. hat. I mean, almost. You did say Mexicans, and I very much did not. <laughs> I mean, I was so I, the... I was following the joke. The thing about I just the like thing to about sing the song. The press release is that it does very much not just in the title but i think like eight to ten times throughout the text of the press release it repeatedly refers to the ms-13 animals two ms-13 animals did this there in in january some ms-13 animals ms it just repeats the phrase over and over and it's like really transparently trying to it's basically trying to push the overton window to the right they're just doubling down i mean that's what that's what all media does all the time let alone the actual president but they're trying they're doing it very very unsubtly they're just trying to like saturate us with the phrase ms-13 animals until we don't care anymore it's a very i already don't it's honestly pretty fucking scary to see the white house like trying so hard to dehumanize people because Boy, are they not going to slow down here. I mean, we, we talked about this last episode, I think, when we were like, you know, this is exactly what, uh, you know, f- governments do right before they commit genocide, historically. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, you mean them. just, like, dehumanizing this, like, othered group? 
Yeah, they they essentially they, they scapegoat and then they create a catch-all so that more people yeah. are, are basically mm. grabbed in that net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty scary, honestly. It's, it's so really fucking obvious and, you know... disturbing to see. It, and it's, you, also, it's also very scary in the context of, like, oh, like, the government is also, like, planning to round up uh, immigrant children that they've separated from their families and keep them in what are essentially internment camps on U.S. military bases. And, like, yeah, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, I was seeing reports on Twitter that I haven't fully looked through yet, but apparently I think the Arizona um, police, or maybe it was a branch of ICE operating out of Arizona, just lost a bunch of immigrant children that they separated from their families. Normal. Yeah, not at all suspicious. Like, just an incredibly normal thing hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know where they went. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure how to what to say to that. It's bad, and I don't like it. Did I see something about, um, like, ICE being empowered to destroy records of, like, abuse and assault? They've been empowered to do pretty much whatever they want for quite a while now. Yeah. Quite a while being, like, since 2003, which is when they were founded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if we talked last episode or if it hadn't happened yet about, like, the head of ICE, like, crying <laughs> about Ugh. how mean people are to ICE. Was it the head of ICE or was it, like, his wife? I thought I saw something like that and it's just, like, they send, like, mean, like, mail to our house. Either way, eat shit and die. Uh, it was the uh, former ICE director. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Why are they so mean to us? I just want to support immigrant children. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's good, and I feel really bad for them, and I'm going to cry too uh, when I think about the plight of ICE. (laughs) (laughs) We should crowdfund for ICE. (laughs) Why? You can just get it at the local Uh, convenience store. (laughs) (laughs) Freezer has some in it. That's a lie. Um, You don't have ICE? I'll just go be brown in Arizona, and I'm sure they'll show up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's good. it's like I'm pretty sure being brown in Arizona, they literally are like, "Hey, that's probable cause for a search, <laughs> right?" Yeah. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, are y'all are y'all ready for some football? I am ready nope. for some football. I call it football. <laughs> oh, me too. Thanks. I call it feet ball. You use both. Uh huh. That so that's w- gonna do it for us this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole. That was the whole bit. I don't have any. Take an ad break. Hulu, and we're back. <laughs> Legit though, I do want to actually put an ad for other shows on our network at the end of the show once I actually get this network into something that's functional. <laughs> once we have a network, I'd like to advertise for the network. We have a network. It's called Noise Space, dumbass. Yeah, d- dipshit. There are yeah. other shows on this network that update. Dope. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's one of them, and it's called Island Shuffle. It's called it's Elite Full Restore, and it updates a lot. No, it's the the ones that update are us. Island Shuffle and Stuck in the Middle with You. They're the only three that update. Oh, I forgot Wait, about that one. What is Island Shuffle? It's, it's a it, Lost podcast where they watch a random episode of Lost every week. It's extremely good. Wait, is that literally the premise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that it's rules. Com- it's completely on Shuffle. See, Sam has such a good poker voice that I, like, <laughs> genuinely couldn't tell. And as long as we're advertising other podcasts, uh, Stuck in the Middle with You, if I remember correctly, is a show where they... Uh, discuss movies that have a 50% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely, sure. that is yeah. exactly what they do. And, it's and friend of the Juan's show, podcast, Juan, right? yeah, and Juan, who else? Juan and Derek. Oh, okay. Juan who is good, and Derek who I don't know. Yeah, I don't know you, Derek, sorry. He's Juan the one good. I did my my two episodes of my Canadian podcast with. 
Uh, uh, w- I, I saw I saw the other day, like the the latest post from that uh, Canada podcast. It was like, all right, it's been a while, but the long awaited second episode. And that was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see how hard. you introduce the third episode. It's going to be with what the fuck is up gamers. You know it. Oh, I don't know why I even asked. Uh, <laughs> OK, uh, were you going to talk about this footballs? Yeah. So the NFL is bad and I don't like it and they're racist. Finally. So what was what was the thing that like <laughs> kicked this off? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> d- didn't like something come out that that people had said people like in the NFL had said that Colin Kaepernick was Yeah, they they uh there was a thing that came I don't know what the relation of that to this is, but there was a uh, I I don't remember what exactly it was, but um a sort of polling or like internal documents or something like that. Uh, of various team owners in the NFL, and apparently that they were all, um, they were all uh, considering. They basically they, all said that they would want to have Colin Kaepernick on their team as a starting QB, specifically. So, like, basically yeah. proof in writing or whatever uh, that that he th- is actually good. Yeah, and that all of this talk of him actually being secretly bad at football and nowhere not racist for completely deplatforming him is completely then uh no platforming him because he's anti-police was violence. it a poll of owners or of coaches uh it was shit. owners i think anyway point being I, I assume that's what sparked this is that that thing came out because not long it's after possible, that I'm but i don't sure. know it might have sure. been it might have been the other order but for whatever reason good old donnie trump decided that it was time to start talking about kneeling during the national anthem again because mm-hmm. that's Still relevant. You gotta know, it's disrespectful to the flag and to the anthem, specifically, and not to anything else. But specifically, what he said was that people who don't stand on the field and, like, salute or whatever during the national anthem should be kicked out of the country. Wasn't that after? After what? Like, after this announcement was made about the new NFL, like, policy? What's the policy? Oh my god. Did I miss something? Yes. Oh, you you yeah, did. Yeah, the the NFL announced new rules saying that now uh players will be required to like quote be respectful unquote during the uh national anthem. Um but they're removing the requirement that players need to take the field for the anthem. So now if a player wants to uh you know, uh stay in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, they can stay in the locker room until after the anthem is over. Um, which they used to be able to do, um, in the first place. Like, the, mm. I, I saw something very interesting, um, on Twitter the other day, and I'm trying to find it right now. Basically saying how this idea that, like, oh, the close intermingling of, like, the NFL and, like, patriotism is a very recent thing. Okay, so here it is from uh Yeah, I the people were talking about that when he was talk when he was get that son of a bitch off when yeah. that was the yeah. the Trump quote. So it says uh that, like the military, I think it was like in the aftermath of 9/11. Yeah, I, I, I have the thing right here. So it says uh this is from uh uh Jamel Hill who's the senior correspondent and columnist for the Undefeated. The NFL's policy on players standing for the national anthem also changed in 2009 with athletes, quote, encouraged, unquote, thereafter to participate. Prior to that, teams were not given any specific instructions on the matter. Some chose to remain in the locker room until after opening ceremonies were completed. And then, as a parenthetical, it's unclear whether the policy change was implemented as a direct result of Defense Department contracts. So basically... But it almost certainly was. But it was. Right. But before 2009, 
like players were not even encouraged like in any f- official capacity yeah. to participate in like the national anthem this this is a lot like you know people talking about abolishing ice in that they make it seem like it's been a thing for a lot longer than it has. Right, mm-hmm. like, how were we supposed to get by without ice? We've always had ice since... 2003. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, like, I, like we, I remember to, being a person prior to 2009. Musk, and Gates, and now we ha- I don't know, fucking know. <laughs> but it's like, I can, I can actively... Like, Why can't how I, I have no ice and three money? <laughs> how, how I generally uh, refer to how long ago something was is if I can imagine being a person prior to it and it's like uh-huh. i could i can imagine being a person prior to 2009 yeah barely but yeah I mean, um, barely like the, i didn't even have a tumblr account yet but like I mean, i'm like the youngest person on this podcast I, and i, I can I remember, remember that. you pre-2009 well yeah because we went to high school together that's yeah. easy <laughs> we're all living in hyper time though so everything that's more than a couple of years ago feels like 40 years ago what a wonderful time when i didn't know any of you yeah, just one thing I wanted to say before we close out this topic is basically they were going to try to institute uh, a 15-yard penalty instead of fines because the players' union would have to vote on it if it was going to be fines, but they don't have to do that with a yard penalty. So they're going to fuck with the, just the very so good. playing wait, 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 of the wait, wait, game. Sorry. To, to be clear, to be clear, penalty for not being respectful during the national anthem. Right, for kneeling yes. or for otherwise oh not showing respect. So uh, oh this decision was made... Uh, with only consulting um, owners, not consulting the players' union. Yes. So, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, it's good. I also, mean, in this um, one instance, I do think that it's better. The yard penalty is better than the fine. Yeah, I think. it is. Um, I think the Jets owner said that he'll pay any fine uh, that his players uh, incur for you know being disrespectful during the national anthem, which is pretty cool. Um, but also, NFL still bad. Um, host, all, all owners are still bad, but you right. could be a better owner. Host host of the show, uh, Brooks said that uh, in response to this, um, Vince McMahon is now scrambling to find a way to make the XFL even more racist. Because yeah. <laughs> that was going to be the XFL's thing. Yeah, it was going to be the, the racist football league. Yeah. Fuck, they stole our racism. <laughs> God damn it. We should have filed that trademark for races. Uh, shall we move on to questions? <laughs> yes, please. If you'd like to ask us questions, please send them to hkipgtd.tumblr.com slash ask. If you send them to our email or Twitter, we will forget to read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or don't. I'm a sign, not a cop. Uh, <laughs> not, a lot of good, Simpsons good Simpsons reference. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're all Late about Late season today. Simpsons at that. What? Tumblr user literally a fat hairy lesbian says. Good uh, URL. C- CW shooting talk. My mom's new boyfriend believes in paid actors and... S- oh, God. Uh. I'm so sorry already. Believes in paid actors in school shootings, and it frustrates me, and I genuinely do not understand how someone can be so callous and willing to believe in secret stage deaths than willing to believe we have a problem with guns in our society and their ease of access when kids' lives are on the line. How do I explain to him that this conspiracy theory isn't even remotely true? This is something I've actually thought about a lot. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, it's like can I say flat earthism. Um, the, sure. the best, I think, l- like logical argument against this is just how would you ever get that many people to keep a secret? This is exactly. like, this it's is the a, silver bullet the against all conspiracy theories. It's an entire town, basically, because the idea of them being paid actors, all of that hinges on when it inevitably is showing up in the media and like on tv and there's pictures of these people who are allegedly paid actors 
anyone from that town would go, hey, do you, I've never seen that, per- anyone yeah. from that yeah. school would say, yeah. I've never seen that person before. Oh, yeah. And anyone um, from that who school is David would know this. <laughs> anyone up. from that school would know that the shooting never happened. Every single person from the school would have to be in on it, which would basically mean that you're, that there's two possibilities. One, the entire school just never sees this on the media or thinks to be like, well, that's weird. None of us know that person. And also, we know that the shooting didn't happen. Or the other possibility is that this entire town of people is in on it and all of these children have been raised from birth to be prepared to pretend that they're in on, on the shooting that didn't really happen. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense when you think about it for even one yeah, second. And the thing is, thinking about this in the context of this particular school shooting is especially weird because, like, on a local level, they're not even, like, they're not even taking it as a, like, guns did this kind of thing. They're all still very much pro-gun in this in this town. Yeah. Like, the I whole mean, community. Like, which is depressing in its own fun way. Like, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I, yeah, it's depressing, but it's also, like, the way that, like, these people were all raised, they associate guns with, like, yeah. hunting and, like, sportsmanship, and they're, like... It's, they're like, it sucks that this happened, and, like, obviously we were sad that our friend died, but, like, we don't think that, like, guns are the reason, because he just used his father's guns anyway, and his father had the guns legally. The actual reason is literally just incels. And Nazis. Because yes. it was another fucking yeah. incel shooting. He he was, he was a, uh, Nazi incel... I wish I could see any sort of, like, commonality between all these shootings, but man, I'm just really stupid, I guess. And it was literally, like, he not just, like, he was an incel, but, like, this was specifically because, like, his motive was a girl him. rejected yeah. him, yeah. It is pretty fun that people are more willing, a lot of the time, to believe uh, in a conspiracy than they are to believe that, like, Nazis are bad. And that men can be bad. Well, that's I mean, that, that can't be right. It's yeah. probably crisis actors. Also, another thing that always gets me about the crisis actors thing is the idea of, like, child actors who are talented enough to portray such real-looking grief <laughs> that they would have the entire nation fooled, and they're using their talent in a way that they can never, like, have an acting career because they're throwing their... <laughs> they're, like, signing their life away to be a conspiracy doer yeah god this is really funny because we've literally said all this shit verbatim on the show before <laughs> have we i knew that i had talked about it on discord i couldn't remember yeah but yeah, zach it was about it was about a different shooting oh that's right so we we uh time resets itself we can say the same thing over and over just like the onion reposts their no way to prevent this says only nation where this regularly happens yeah there you i go. mean like um the the the, the actual president of the united states can barely keep a lid on like a tape involving like three people of him piss- of them pissing on him. So I don't understand how anyone thinks the government could like keep a lid on an entire city getting like you know faking well, no, that's... a fucking okay, school shooting. That's the question. thing, though. That's the thing about the conspiracy that's so confusing to me is because they don't believe the government is doing it because the government are the ones who have the power to change the laws if they wanted. Right. They think yeah, so. It's like some shadow the only organization. People who would have a reason to do this is some shadowy group of lib cucks it's i mean obama's secret council like in the fucking george soros had the money to pay all those crisis actors we wouldn't still have an open patreon slot for him oh my god (laughs) george soros where's our fifteen thousand a month i don't understand how nobody ever notices that when you see those shooting scenes 
one of the kids always is very clearly just Obama, like with a t-shirt and a backwards <laughs> baseball cap. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> hold, hold it with a shirt that says music, lightning bolt band. I'm the new <laughs> kid. I like to skateboard. I just like, rewatched that recently. It's not to, as funny as I remembered. Uh, I mean, okay. wait, to try I, and answer like the last part of this, of which was like, how do I explain to him? I mean, you, you probably can't. Because like this, that's shit probably like, true. Shit like it, this it, is it's, like it's very. Um, I don't know how to tell you. You should care about other people. Yeah, just, it's just like, give him it's a like solid flat fucking earther, kick. It's like flat eartherism, where it's like the fact that they are able to believe in so buck wild and completely like yeah, yeah, like just just I can't even fathom how they even get their head around it to the point that they can say the words out loud that they believe in this thing. So. Yeah. They're probably way too far gone to to even here's, be within reach of explanation. Here's another point, though. Uh, any group that could do this crisis actors conspiracy that they think is happening would have such an unimaginable amount of resources in this country where you can buy politicians for money that they would just be like that fucking would be lobbyists. Much why wouldn't yeah. yeah? Why wouldn't they just buy the politicians and be like? You know, for five million dollars, you actually don't like guns anymore. They'd be like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, uh, it's bad to think about. I'm really glad that that you could just pay for politics. It's. Good. I'm glad too. Uh, next question comes from Tumblr user Bialystock and Bloom, who says, nice. "I just wanted to call your attention to the fact that the White House, like, yeah, God, yeah, this is this the 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 actual literal White House put out a cutesy little tongue-in-cheek video on the Yanny Laurel debate in which dangerous Donald Trump actually said the word Kafifi with his mouth, and also to remind you that we live in a, a hell world. Follow up: If they got Trump to say Kafifi, do you guys think you could get him to talk about his yeeeks? He didn't now, even pronounce did it pronounce right, it? and I'm so he mad. He said Kafifi. He I pronounced think he said it Kofefi, which is incorrect. He, I'm also, pretty sure that ended up like fourth on our rating scale when we yeah, rated the different It's one of the least valid it's ways the, to pronounce it. It's the worst way to say it. Do you think that we could get Trump to do a like Opa like president style video? <laughs> we, could, we could get him to do anything if I mean, we got him in a room could. for one hour. Do you, do you think, oh, it was like, stuff. the thing that I noticed with like this Laurel Yanni video is like the segment featuring him, it does very much feel like he was like held at gunpoint to do it, which, you know, obviously, <laughs> just like the kid I hear, yeah, exactly. yeah. that's also how Sarah Huckabee Sanders looked trying to smile like a person. Oh my god, it's the worst video and anyone who hasn't seen it, don't Wait, watch did we it, not talk but about I know it you're going week? to. I think they mentioned it briefly, but yeah. this question wasn't the, there yet. The so. fucking, like, think- Ke- Kellyanne Conway being like, I hear Laurel, but I'm willing to uh, deflect to Yanny if required, and, like, smiling, like, do you get it? Like, uh-huh, I'm, a, uh-huh, I'm a big, I big liar. You should be in prison. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, uh, we have a question, actually, in the podcast chat from Star. I feel like we should oh. answer that. Who wants to know, well, what the fuck is post-rock? Post-rock is a genre where uh, they use, like, they, all of the albums are uh, three hours long, and <laughs> it's very uh, capital A artistic, and it doesn't sound like music, and it's boring and bad. Uh, wrong. Uh, Donald Trump voice wrong, but okay. Um, it's, it's like, <laughs> the idea it's like, is essentially just using using rock instruments in an atmospheric way. That's like mm-hmm. the general yeah, yeah. meaning of it. it it's I like, actually, I'm not anti-post-rock. I'm just being a douchebag. From the yeah, years 2008 to 2015, <laughs> if you ever got like dragged out to, to a bar to see a band that you didn't know, it's probably post-rock. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, it's, it's not a genre I listen to very often, but there's a lot of good post-rock. There is. <laughs> anyway, 
Oh, shit. What was I going to say? I was going to say something about Kafifi or Yanni Laurel. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say about Yanni Laurel, uh, how much I hate that fucking thing yeah. for... God, it just I've been seeing so much stuff on Twitter that's like, move over, Yanni Laurel. And then it's like a 10-year-old YouTube video of like misheard Fallout Boy lyrics. Okay, and wait. It's like, yeah. is he saying there was, uh, oh, so intricate or also into cats? There was like, one please. that like legitimately I thought was incredible, which was a, um, I don't remember what it was. It was a selection from a song featuring Rihanna. And there's a, a part where you can either hear... I'm a paper chaser, or I'm a big fucking slut. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. Okay, now that's, now that's kind of funny. That's actually really funny. Uh, but see, like, mo- like, mondegreens are such a It would have been even funnier when thing. I was, uh, 12 years old. Like, mon, like, mondegreens, which is, you know, misheard lyrics. Yeah. Have been, mm-hmm. like, in, like, they're, like, the earliest internet thing. Like, Neil Cicerega's yeah. animutations are built on mondegreens, and those are from 2001. It's like they predate I mean, 9/11. Like everyone used to make that joke about <laughs> um, give peace a chance sounded like you were saying give Jesus pants. That's like a that, and that's you know a joke excuse there. me while I kiss this guy. Like, yeah, I did, like, like it was jokes for like 40 years. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Neil Cicierega's animutations predate 9/11. Yeah, they very much do. Yeah. Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Tumblr user Argyle Funk uh, says. Dear Hikip, how dare you talk about Pendulette and not discuss his patent for a, ba- a bathtub that has special equipment specifically for water blasting someone's pussy and killing Okay, I'm going to try to read this question and not laugh because I'm not a fucking coward and I'm a professional. Dear Hikip, how dare you talk about Pendulette and not discuss his patent for a bathtub that has special equipment specifically for water blasting someone's pussy until they orgasm? Thanks, Argyle. <laughs> okay, everyone read the question. He absolutely does have a patent for that. <laughs> he does. That is a real patent. The is that the hats. only patent he holds? That would be so funny. Wait, hold on. I have to Google this now. Like, I can't believe that you telling me this, that this is real. I'm not yeah, Googling you know, this. It's, it's I don't want to end up on a My favorite list. part about Argyle sending this as a, as, as a like, like non-anonymous question is that I can respond to it with, I hate this, and hit answer privately. So Argyle can just have that <laughs> in their inbox. I've got the instead Google of just patents. deleting it like I usually do. I've got the page up on Google Patents. It is called a hydrotherapeutic stimulator. Mm. <laughs> okay, just do a Google now, search for water blasting pussy orgasm. There's an article on the on the Atlantic called "Celebrity Invention: Pangepenchalet's Bathtub for the Ladies." A discharge yeah, nozzle is located within the tub and connected to the outlet, mounted to the seat, so the discharged water from the circulation pump automatically aligns with and is directed to stimulation points, e.g., the clitoris. Of the female user when the female user sits in the seat. Thanks, Pen. I was trying to do uh, a voice, but I, I couldn't get it to it. Uh, Anonymous says, uh, Noticing that musky relates to smell and grimy relates to touch, to which of the five senses do you think a possible progeny of Elon Musk and Grimes would be most unpleasant? This is my favorite question we got. That's pretty week. good. It's really fucking good. Uh, I think... Um, I'm just taking a, I'm just going to take a moment to say um, Grimeser and Elon Musk... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, and I'm thinking that they would probably relate to taste, but what is like the best like um just call their kid equivalent bitter. for taste that you just can call use? Call their kid here? bitter or sour, I don't know. Yeah, like bitter, I yeah. think it would be sight personally. I would not wait, want to wait, look wait, at their wait. child. What's that like what's so, that thing that you can get in your mouth? It's like a fungus thrush. Thrush. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a kid oh, named god. Thrush Musk. 
Brass mask. I love that Dan Deacon song. <laughs> I hate it. End the episode, please. Sorry. All right. Blam this piece of shit. That's going to do it for us this week. Hikipgetodu.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash hikipgetodu, facebook.com slash, I think it's hikipgetodu, uh, where Matt's going to be posting that article. That I've already done earlier. it. Oh, cool. I did it 30 <laughs> minutes ago. I did it 30 minutes <laughs> you ago. You think I'm separate publics? <laughs> I literally, I hit, I hit post as I mentioned the article. <laughs> Perfect. Y- you did the fucking Tom Hanks and you've got mail, like, elaborate click. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Or or Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I elaborate love that. <laughs> oh, were we gonna do Lightbringers? Oh yeah. yeah, we should keep them short. I'd say. Okay, I can I can just bust mine out real quick. Bust uh, Yeah, uh, I listened to uh, Cindy Lauper's album. She's so unusual, and I'm a Cindy Lauper stand now. Thank you. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna get that album right now, uh, legally. Um, my Lightbringer is just since I mentioned it, I'm just gonna say. I mean, the album Spiderland by Slint because it's just really fucking good and it's it came up before a lot of the stuff that's called post-rock and a lot of before a lot of stuff that's called math rock and for some reason it's called both of those despite the fact that those are kind of like antithetical genres but really it's just like a bunch of like early 20 year olds fucking around with instruments that they're pretty good at playing and a guy just telling weird stories on top of the music and I very much like it I do like weird stories to tell in the dark. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually literally one of my tattoos is from that book. Wait, really? Yeah, the big one that's on my arm. It's the it's the 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 scary horse, the horse skeleton. Those books were my jam when I was in mm-hmm. elementary school. Which, by the way, they probably should not have put those in an elementary school library, but it's fine. Yeah, there was one about like a guy getting skinned. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I liked the one about the uh, Wendigo, but. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so that's not my lightbringer though. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it is. Nope. Moving on. My my lightbringer is uh, while I was away, I was in Iceland for like a week and like close to two weeks. Um, and I read through uh basically the entire Southern Reach trilogy, the trilogy that starts with Annihilation. Um. Oh, is yeah. I I've, I've been meaning to get that because I can get it on my library app. Oh yeah, it's it. Legally. They're re- no, actually legally on my library app. <laughs> yeah, having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Um, ah. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know how many of you have seen the movie, uh, but the movie is extremely loosely based on the book, like, to the point where it's just kind of riffing on kind of the general premise, mostly. Yeah. Um, the book's But it's are- very fucking good. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Um, although I think now, having seen the movie twice, uh, the second time after reading, uh, most of the trilogy, I prefer the books. Um, but I don't think the books are necessarily better. I just prefer them. That, that is actually what I gathered from a lot of people who were familiar with the books when they saw the movie. It's like, I like the books better, but the movie's clearly doing its own thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you have to do an adaptation. Right, because um, Alex Garland basically was like, I'm only going to read the first book um, and I'm going to kind of like... I, I think he kind of did the like, it's like poetry it rhymes thing, where he uh, just kind of was like, it'll have kind of like the same notes as like the books but the actual what actually happens is a lot different um 
And that also kind of explains the unfortunate whitewashing in the movie. But, um... But to be fair, he didn't know about it. Who, who specifically did they whitewash? Um, Natalie Portman's character, uh, is revealed in the second book in an offhand thing to, uh, be half Asian. Um, huh. but Alex Garland did not read the second book or the third, so he didn't know that. Yeah, can't really, can't really do much with that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's really good, like, science fiction, um, in the sense that, like, gives you it presents you with like a pretty cool mystery and it gives you just enough of an answer that like you feel like you know more but it doesn't give you all the answers in a way that bad sci-fi uh likes to do where it's just like in the end i learned that this happened because of x y and z and i learned a very powerful lesson about like friendship being a human i guess it really was yeah game of thrones you know ellie we really were the last of us (laughs) <laughs> uh what was what was the name again the uh southern reach trilogy it starts with annihilation okay evan all right yeah my uh my light bringer is uh very short it's under 140 characters mine is huh. uh this tweet from at prawn meat that's prawn underscore meat uh where he says a bell rings reminding me of the previous times i have eaten these memories are so good mine as well salivate it's my choice <laughs> that is a good tweet I like that <laughs> Okay, uh, my light bringer this week is Anthology horror movies uh, I watched one called Holidays And um, it's really just a treat of an experience To watch an anthology horror movie Because they're always so fucking weird And so uneven It's just a bunch of weirdos that they got together To make like short concept horror movies and you can usually tell, like, there's there's one that's going to be really goofy and one that's going to be overly serious and one that's going to be really good. And uh, that's exactly what happened with Holidays, where they um, f- fucking... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put Holidays as my Lightbringer because, again, it, it was a very uneven and not a very good movie. But me, as a, tr- like a true movie ball connoisseur, just loves, like, <laughs> watching and experiencing what it must be like to make these. It involved, one of them was directed by Kevin Smith, was an extremely distasteful piece of shit, and starred the guy from Epic Mealtime. Well, so, that sounds good. Yes, in, huh. yeah, I, I, he showed up and I was like, that oh, cannot man. fucking Hang possibly on. I'm a be fucking the Epic Mealtime Because guy. when I heard the guy from Epic Mealtime, my first thought was Morgan Spurlock, which is extremely <laughs> no, not. No, you idiot, it's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> it's like, anyway. The opposite. So, yeah. Just, like, if you if you have a chance, if you're clicking around on Netflix with nothing to watch, like, try maybe, I'm going to think of a good one, VHS 2, uh, the ABCs of Death 2, um, but yeah, like, if you watch any anthology horror, I just love that horror, it tends to be an outlet for extremely weird creative types who just have, like, really strange ideas and I just kind of shove them into a short film. So it's 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 a really nice experience. Just be prepared for some extremely shitty, distasteful stuff. Because it's going to so be So Linus's Lightbringer is scary stories to tell. To tell yeah. Me. Okay. Um, Patreon.com slash Hakipkatadu. Uh, One dollar gets you any of our bonus content, Lightbringer's uh, pre, uh, post-show outtakes, whatever the fuck. Uh, Five dollars gets you a shout out in the podcast as well as a special Discord role. Uh, to make you an uh, officially recognized comrade. So here's our shout-outs. And I don't know how often we say this, but if we pronounce these wrong, please yell at us. Uh, shout-out to Roenberg, 
Star Asterism, Lost and Foundation, Alex Schaup, Nick Jagged, David Besser, Helga K, Delaney Fritz, 1-800-ARE-YOU-SLAPPIN, <laughs> M Chambers, Cadejo Jones, Harry Tomlinson, Dijonais, Jordan, Jordan Haugen, I hope. Jordan Jesse Go. Charlotte Warmington, Pregnant Seinfeld, Benjamin Kingstone Faria, Scout Shiro, Pettas, Evan, Lowe, Brett Houts, Stephanie Ruff, Ollie Anders, and Ellen Nordhaug. Wait, what happened to Smoke Weed? Uh, that they're lost in Foundation now? Smoke Weed is lost in Foundation. Oh, yeah. okay. Lost in Foundation is the, uh, it's the SCP I podcast, I believe that's a Kumioi's right? SCP yes. podcast, yeah. Yeah. Which is, there we go, shoutouts. Not on our network, but friend, have to mute friends that, of the show. Uh, because you gotta pay $15 a month for that shit. <laughs> and Conrad's, let, you, the Conrad is our next role. Yeah, $10 a month makes you a Conrad in our Discord, which lets you listen to our podcast while we podcast it. And we got some of them in here right now, so thank you to you. Yeah, and sometimes it goes for an hour and a half, so you get just that much more content. Yeah, and you get, right. you get to hear us talk about, like... What were we talking about? Local we were talking Sudbury about a local Sudbury comedy, com- comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> really good thing to listen to. One thing I just added on to the uh, the Patreon rules was the ability to join the free nicknames channel. So if you want us oh, to yeah. have a really dumbass nickname, you can just give it to us and we'll take it. Yeah, please, because I said Elon Musk this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good, though. <laughs> Please, you need to water us, but use your names. <laughs> you have to you, use your P. You have to use your P. Elon Musk. Uh, That's it. We're done. Boy, oh boy. The show is canceled. Uh, thank you to the, Folks. Thank you to the taxpayers for the use of uh, their song, Evil Men, off the album Cold Hearted Town. It's good. That shit slaps. Uh, it does slap. 1-800-IS-IT-SLAPPING? Yes. Uh, <laughs> check us out on Discord. Join the Discord. It's good. Good community. Good friends. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa, Papa John's. John's. Also, Looker is in there. I was the same no, fucking thing. Uh, and yeah, you can see pictures of cat of the show Looker, the best cat. You have to join the Discord for pictures of Looker. He's the best boy. Well, we're actually sponsored uh, by Pizza we Pizza, We also have a r slash. Uh, thank you to... Uh, Bisexual God. Puns Party. It's been said wrong so many times. I know, I know. I remember my brain because goes got, for the wrong one first this time. I got thank called out last bisexual time. Punch it's party. actually a Radiohead um, song, a punch-up at a bisexual... Yeah, my light bringer this week is punch up the jam again. <laughs> Sorry, that was an incredibly specific Every reference. Every week. Anyway. No, I, I got the Radiohead reference okay. uh, because that's their best album. Y- anyway. You're wrong, but uh, not not here. <laughs> take it away. Take, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> take it away, Neil Cicierega. That's not how we end the podcast. Memento Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Memento going Pokemon. to die now. Memento Pokemon. Now take it away. 